Museum of the Moving Image welcomes you to the Pinewood Dialogues Online, an archive of conversations with innovative creative figures in film, television, and digital media. Visit Museum of the Moving Image in New York City or online at www.movingimage.us. Please join me in welcoming Aneshka Holland. Hi. I will be very brave because film is very long. Um, and thank you, David. Um, thank you, Polish uh, Institute. Uh, thank you, Sony Classic. And I'm really glad that I can show the movie here. It's a kind of the, you know, premiere of the movie in New York in some way. Uh, and um, the film opened in Poland uh, a week ago and is uh, playing to the full theaters, which is the biggest satisfaction probably I had in my lifetime, because I never expected that this particular movie can touch the hearts of of, um, of my <clears throat> favorite audience. And, um, and I hope that um, that is something in the film which make, which really goes straight to the heart of the people, and the people are Polish or American or Jewish or, or, or um, German, um, and uh, it is because we try to, to make it with the, with the very open and honest approach, I think, and in the same time we try to be very authentic and true to the reality we, we are describing and expressing. And um, it is not political movie, it's not the movie I'm accusing any kind of um, nation. It is the movie about, about human condition and about what, what one is able to survive and um, how thin is the line between the good and, and bad. And um, I had the greatest collaborators, um, the actors, you'll see yourself, Robert Vinskiewicz, who played the main character, and all others, and the cinematographer and screenwriter, and everybody who have been great on this movie. It was probably the hardest movie I ever did, and I, um, I was swearing much more often than on my other movies when I was doing it, and even once I tried to kill the producer, one of the producers, Fortunately, I didn't succeed, but I think he still remembers it very well. So um, it was harsh, you know. It it was it was as harsh as it is on the screen, but um, I hope you will survive it as well, and um, that we can talk afterwards. Thank you. Thank you. Well, um, it's, it's just such a, a powerful film. I had first heard about this film actually from Michael Barker, who's uh, run Sony Pictures Classics, and they're distributing the film. And he described it as a masterpiece. And, he, and I think he... Um, well, probably was right, yes. Probably, you think so? Okay, that was my, that's an easy question to start with. But I think no, what, he was, no. I think what no. he was responding to was how cinematic it is, that, that it's, it's a film that, um, you know, it's such a um, powerful film so, in so many ways but it's working in a purely cinematic um, way in so many ways, uh, in its use of light, light and dark, obviously. It's just the way it that it's visualized. It's pretty so what, bright here, actually. Bright, sometimes, bright. It's, yeah, sometimes it's darker. 
Uh-huh. So we've been lucky we've seen more. Uh, so how how did you sort of conceive of the film or start to think of it? Because I, I did hear that you resisted it at first. I mean, the, at least the the screenwriters said that you were a bit reluctant in the beginning. Is that true? Yes. And um, why was why were you reluctant? The story yeah. I I didn't know the story. The story was found by David Shamoon, mm-hmm. Canadian writer, and he read it in the newspapers after he found the book, which was out of print, by Robert Marshall, which was. Um, um, uh, published in 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 UK in eighties, and um, this guy also it was based on the memoirs of Ignacy Higer and uh, and also some some stories told by still surviving then Paulina and Mundek Margulies, and um, he did also the documentary for BBC, going with them to Lvov and going to the sewers. And um, David both, uh, bought the, the rights, the option to the book, and wrote the script. And it was this spec. It means he just... Spec? He just wrote it, uh, wrote not it, knowing yeah, how without, it would actually yeah. get made. Yeah. And somebody told him, why you will not send it to Agnieszka Holland? Is that a great idea? And um, <laughs> after he started to <laughs> stalking me, you know. So <laughs> he sent the script to me. I read the script. I, I found the script very powerful and very, like, I read a lot of Holocaust scripts because sure. a lot a lot of people are sending me this stuff, <laughs> memoirs, but also the screen screenplays, and um, and I found this one like better than most of them, but I um, I didn't want to do it, so I told him no. After I I came to Toronto Film Festival with some movie and uh, and he. Um, contacted my my friends, um, Canadian producers, who I did one movie with, and they <clears throat> came with the second draft of the script, and I said, okay, I can probably think about it if it will be in the original languages, because they wanted, of course, shoot it in English. Mm. They wow. said, it's impossible. I said, you know, I cannot do another English-speaking Holocaust, Hollywood-like movie with the <clears throat> um, A-list not the top of the A-list, because I knew that they will never find a lot of money, but like the bottom of the A-list <laughs> actor. And uh, I just don't believe in this concept anymore. And, <laughs> I'm just um, trying to think who would be cast in that. It's scary. Mm. Yeah. Well, no, you know, it's a lot of good actors. Even yeah. on the B-list and C-list, yeah. it's a lot of good actors. <laughs> but I, I just thought that it's not right. Yeah. If, if I... If I consider to spend three li- uh, years of my life in the sewers, uh, I I have to feel that I I'm doing it right. So, uh, and after it it went back and forth, and it took like three years, probably even more. And finally, they came to to uh, New Orleans, where I was shooting one episode of Treme, uh, and they said, "Okay, we'll do it in original languages." Mm-hmm. Immediately, we lost like the half of financing. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but we did it in the right way, I think. I believe, I, I, I think it was worth it. Absolutely. Did you think, were you reluctant because you sort of sensed how difficult a production it would be? I mean, you, alluded, you talked about that in oh. your introduction. But You know, I did two movies from this period and about this subject and wrote another one. And every time you have to spend a lot of your life exactly like making some kind of the 
journey to the to this reality and it's very painful yeah i know that it will be difficult physically but a lot of movies are difficult even romantic comedies sometimes are difficult right yeah <coughs> but mm, i know that it's you know that that after you pay for that and um, i thought that I, i did it twice i don't want to do it another time But after it was kind of calling me, you know, after a while I started to dream about it, and when I started to dream about it, I knew that that probably I have to do it. And I like a lot of things. I like I like the way the characters are shown in this one. I like the fact that it's so non-compromising, so in some way, you know, without any hinge of the sentimentality and in some way unpredictable to some point mm-hmm. and uh, the fact that it 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 has to be shot in in the darkness was quite exciting because in Poland before me on the Anjevida did canal and um, i thought well maybe i can do it better <laughs> 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 he is very gracious he said i did better but it's not true so <laughs> anyway it was you know kind of competition and what was it that um i guess what were the main things that drew you to it i mean i, I think it's a, this you have this of course fascinating character um uh, you know who, who yeah who decides who decides to um you know to to protect these jews even though he's a, he's sort of a, a petty crook in the beginning um you know what what was um what was it about him that that fascinated you you know it's he's a simple man and he's he's just following in some way his instincts and those instincts can be very you know changeable yeah it, it means what fascinated me is how thin is this line between two possibilities that he can really be their killer or he can be their saver and he didn't know himself in every moment what will be the next and um, i found that it's it's very you know it's um, as a metaphor but also as a dramatic dramatic kind of the of the um, premise is is very powerful and um, robert vinskevich was a great actor he uh, he actually um, told that he realized that he has to play this character as if he didn't know what will be next mm-hmm. And he did it in this way. It's why it's so, I think, interesting what yeah. he's doing. He he never made this kind of the you know casual psychological kind of the construction of the character. It was very visceral. And yeah. um, in, in in me even watching this during the editing, I till like you know, sixty percent of the movie, I I was I was feeling like that maybe it will end in different way. You mm. know? <laughs> so um, that it was that was I think really good. I really like the fact that the Jewish characters are not the faceless angelic mm-hmm. um, um, noble victims only that they have the you know the the, the 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 real human presence in that some are good, some are bad. They are hysterical, impatient, selfish, and great and loving and that you have all this spectrum of the of the life and also the fact that that you can live and have the kind of the normal life on on in the bottom of the of the hell that is something which fascinates me yeah. 
it was fascinating me in the Robinson Crusoe, but he's much worse. It's it's spent to spend, you know, fourteen months in the darkness with the rats and, and shit and still, you know, you, you make love, you, you educate your children, you play, you laugh, uh, you cook, you quarrel, you do all the things we are doing when we are living our normal everyday life. It's and I think it's a lot of it's a lot of layers in the story, and yeah. it's certainly also a lot of layers in the movie. So everybody can make his own movie in some way. Uh, you used the word uh, visceral, which is a, movie, a word that I thought about a lot watching the film. It's such a visceral experience, uh, such a physical experience for the audience. I mean, in so many ways, um, you just feel th- what they're going through. Um, what was it like? You what was the production of this like? I mean, in terms of working with the actors and, and actually getting this film made? I mean, you sort of hinted at that at the beginning. Yeah, well, it was, you know, ha- hardcore. Hardcore, was, yeah. Yeah. And um, <laughs> the actors have been great all the time. Um, and I was really nice to the actors also. But um, because, you know, they needed it. Yeah. And with the rest of the crew, it was like... Very, you know, stormy. But all the crew was great. And, you know, it was uh, very challenging for Yolanta Delewska, who's a cinematographer, very challenging because I, I told her, um, you have to make it really dark, not movie dark, that after you will, you know, work on the print, but the actors really have to, have to, to act in the way that they don't see the most of the, of the stage. And also, I, I didn't want to have this... Uh, Beautiful counterlight, mm-hmm. uh, which normally when you are sh- watching the films, which which plays in the Suez, like Third Man or something, the, the the cinematographer mostly put the big light, you know, in the in the bottom of the tunnel, and it gives you this cathedral, beautiful kind of the lighting. I I didn't want it, so she has very limited like possibilities what mm. to do something, and it looked that maybe will be nothing to see on the screen by the end. Hmm. And <laughs> most of the lights are coming from the from the from the practical from the from the uh, flashlights and so and uh, of course they are stronger. And um, uh, Robert Vienskiewicz, for example, he was not only acting but he was also lighting. Hmm. So he had to play very dramatic scene. And uh, in the same time, I told him or Yolanta told him, listen, in this moment when you are crying, you have don't forget that you have to put the light on. T- on Agnieszka, because she has very important <laughs> line <Right>. or <laughs> <a> reaction. <laughs> and um, so it was adventure. Okay. But we shot with two cameras mostly, and it was, it was, it was very tough, technically speaking, yeah. I think. But it's, I think it works. She really did a great job. It's amazing, yeah. And... Um, and you know, yeah, we we didn't have enough of time and enough of, of you know of money and, and you know it was very cold and it was German, Polish, Canadian co production. So after we started shooting in Germany after one week it was you know, the Polish German war started again, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I was wondering why you wanted to kill your producer. Well, you know, it you cannot not to kill your producer when you are shooting in Germany, right? <laughs> But uh, it ended well, you know. Yeah. It's a total reunion, so it was just some kind of the of the visceral reaction, exactly. 
Right. Okay. Let's take some questions. Uh, so raise your hand, and I'll repeat the questions so people can hear. Let's start here. Physically, what was the most difficult part of shooting itself? Okay, so what was the most difficult part of shooting for you, um, physically? The real sewers. We shot like 20-25% of the scene in the sewers in the real sewers, and, and the, part, uh, the biggest part was built on the stage. And, and the production designer did really great work because you cannot really recognize where, where it starts, where it ends. But shooting in the real sewers, um, it, was, it was very tough. Mm. Communication was awful also, you know. And a lot of people like broke legs, you know, or something. It was like, it was like Soviet movie, you know, from the, <clears throat> from the Second World War when you, when you are a lot of 5% of the, of the casualties. So <laughs> we we didn't we we didn't have so much, but it was it was really very very difficult. And mm. they had you know they had also to 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 go in this water, which was very cold. It was icy cold, and that was physically very difficult. Okay, right over here. So the question is, what was the reaction of Polish audiences, particularly in regards to how the Poles were portrayed in the film? Who? Pol- Polish audience. The uh, Polish. Polish audience? Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, very good. It means not everybody, of course, but I think it's, it's, it's the movie which really speaks to, 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 to the very white audience there. And um, the reaction I had on... On, um, by the critics, but also f- by the regular viewers who've been writing me and calling me or, or expressing the things on the internet, except of some uh, right-wing uh, platforms where it was mm-hmm. usually very, you know, aggressive. Uh, the, 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 the normal reaction of the people is, is very emotional and I think very... Honest and very, you know, deeply moving. Okay. It means I think they they identify with this story in the surprise in the way which is surprising to themselves. Mm. Okay, that's a question. They didn't yet because it will premiere. Um, uh, February 6th. It just opened in, uh, in Poland. It be, yeah, it, it just, just opened. opened in Poland. It was first territory. Okay. Uh, but there was a question back there. Yeah, I, I have one question. Were the underground scenes shot in one city or several cities? And, and what city was it? Uh, the most of the underground was in the city of Łódź, Lodz, in Poland. They have fantastic undergrounds, you know, if you want to, if you like... <laughs> If you like sewers, they are really <laughs> worthy to watch. And some we did in Leipzig, and one scene in Berlin. But I visited much more, so I know what I'm talking about. Had you spent much time in sewers before this? <laughs> What's it no, like? it was my first. <laughs> but we were, first we went to, to Lvov. Hmm. To the real sewers, and hmm. they've been the worst. It means it was really after one hour we all escaped it. We we, we were unable to stay there any longer. Okay. Yeah, back there. No. Yeah. Okay. The uh, 
so there are a number of survivors. One, the, the girl, Christina, um, who pokes up at the, uh, um, out of the sewer, she, she wrote a book about her experiences. Was she involved with the film at all? Or? Absolutely not, because, you know, I, it's a stupid story, you know. <laughs> it was the Canadian producers who have been, like, following the, the data, and they, like, thought that she's not living anymore or something. So mm. um, I met her only after I finished the, the, the shooting and um, read the book afterward, the book she wrote about her experience. It means a very beautiful book, which was published in Poland with, to the huge success. And, um, uh, and um, the, in this moment, she was the only survivor. It means yeah. all others, older people died, and her little brother was killed in Israel. And she lives in, in New York, in, in Long Island, I think. Mm. And she's retired dentist and has... Um, two sons, and she's wonderful, absolutely wonderful. But I met also the children of the survivors and the grandchildren of the survivors, and um, by now the family is growing, and, you know, yeah. probably I met, like, ten already. And, and um, in terms of dramatic invention, incidents that were, were invented for the film, the film was obviously based on a true story, but um, what elements were brought in to give it kind of a narrative impact. The whole, the whole um, story about the baby is, is heartbreaking and, and the powerful. The story of the baby is true. Hmm. The story of the baby is true, and I think it wasn't so uncommon story because the same story happened to, to my family, hmm. to the family of my father who was hiding on the, mm, on the attic of, um, of their house in Vengroof. And it was like probably 15 or 20 people crowded there, and the baby was crying, and they killed the baby. Oh, wow. And the same story I read in the book of, um, Poli- by Polish writer Hanna Kral. So probably in those situations, it was some kind of the tragic but necessary choice. So that it was true. We changed... Um, it was more characters in the real story. It was probably, it was probably like five or six more characters and we like combine some characters and um, we change some names of the characters when we thought that maybe if somebody has the relatives it can be you know offensive to them uh, Bortnik is the character which is combined from three characters the Ukrainian guy uh, and the rest it was how it was yeah. it means Mundek went to the Janowska camp, it's true. Mm. Um, the selection happened, it means it was much more people in the first chamber, and after they decided to make the selection, it was very heart- heartbreaking for everybody, and yeah. the flow happened, really. So, yeah, it was very close to the reality, actually. And I do want to ask you, how did this film uh, sort of change your thinking about what made, the, you know, the basic question, that, the sort of primal question of just how the Holocaust was possible. You said that the film made you sort of think about what people are capable of, both the good and evil. And what did you sort of... Well, it didn't change yeah. too much, you know. It means I, I, I think that it's one of the most important questions the humanity has after 20th century, uh, and I don't think that we will know the answer to this question. Uh, but I think that it... We have, you know, over and over again asked this 
ask this question without believing that somebody will, will answer. But, and even that we are approaching the truth or something, I think that it's just, we have to, as the way I see it, I think that, that we have to make this journey to, 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 to make this question really our personal question and not only the question from the past, which is some kind of the historical historical fact. I think that it can happen at any moment. But it's kind of the virus and probably we are now very close to something like that again. Mm-hmm. But it's... It, uh, go ahead. We didn't find the daughter. And... Um, we, we've been looking for her through the different institutions, and probably she's not alive anymore. Uh, we found the um, adopted grandchildren of of, um, of Vanda Soha. I mean, she remarried after, and she had uh, she she was uh, the mother mother-in-law to the to the to the children, and the grandchildren are living, and they are you know they've been very touched by the story, but. Not Stefcia, we, we didn't meet her, we didn't find her. Okay, let's take a few more. Right here. I wanted to ask you, um, the young survivor um, saw the movie, and what was their reaction? Well, she, you know, first, it means I was, of course, afraid, because, you know, not only she was alive, but I had to show her the movie, you know. It's always a very difficult moment for the, for the filmmaker to, to face the real character, uh, but she reacted very well. It means she, she first time I show, um, we shown it to her um, when it wasn't finished yet. I wanted to have the possibility to adjust something, you know, um, um, after her eventual remarks. Or, but she was practically crying all the time. And second time it was in Toronto during the, the gala premiere in, at the festival and. Then she was also very emotional, and she said to me, it's all is true. It was exactly like that. She had impression, which was pretty painful impression, that she went back. But she was very gracious and very brave, you know, and after she came to the stage, on this, and it was a very emotional moment to everybody, you know. All the huge room was, was crying, mm. including myself. Mm. Wow. Was the flooding true? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Mm. What was changed also um, that um, uh, the character played by Szczepek, he uh, he he didn't he didn't die, and he was helping Soha Mm. in some way till the end. Mm. And was also the third man who was helping a bit, so it was also reduced. Kristina. Yes, we did, but she's in the Caribbean islands. <laughs> oh, she is smart. <laughs> yeah. St. Martin, I think. She's 70-something. 72, yeah. I think. Yeah, but she yeah. Is, looks, you know, she's very young, youthful. Okay, uh, down here. Yeah, it's down here, then back there. Go ahead. Yeah, can you talk about the reaction of younger generation to the film? Well, you know, I didn't make the study, but it was in, in Poland. It's mostly the people who are going to the theater, and after first weekend we had um, over 150 
um, people have admission for, for 100 copies, which is good, very good. And most of the audience, it was young people, and um, they reacted very, very, very well. Uh, I, how it will be in different places, I don't know, but um, when I was showing the film in States or in Canada, the festivals or, or the screenings, the, yeah, young people reacted well. I don't, I don't see the big difference in the reaction between the older people and younger people here. Go ahead. Oh, okay, where were the above ground? The, the exterior scenes, where were they photographed? Where it was show, uh, shot? Yeah. Lwów, um, Lwów was um, uh, Warsaw, Piotrków Trybunalski, Łódź, Leipzig, um, and some, some mud paintings also. So. Uh, well, we tried to do our best, of course, with the you know money we had. Uh, yeah, but I'm you know I'm I'm pretty good with the with the low budget. So. <laughs> okay. Well, you're very good with low budget. <laughs> um, I just want to thank you. This is such an extraordinary film. So thank you for being here tonight. Thank you. Thank you for listening. The Pinewood Dialogues at Museum of the Moving Image are made possible by generous support from the Pannonia Foundation. To learn more about the museum, visit www.movingimage.us.